How do multifamily owners retain renters and increase net operating income? Well, we're on a journey to find out. You're listening to Amenitizer Die, tactics and strategies from the front line of multifamily. I'm your host, Scott Patterson, Marine Corps veteran and founder of Tumble Smart Laundry on the mission to increase the RNY through shared laundry experience. Today, we have Marco Nelson, co-founder and CEO of RentCheck, a technology platform that brings all rental inspections into one place. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Yeah, (laughs) I think it sounded cool. You went a little country there. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. (laughs) Yeah, well, thanks for coming. So um, RentCheck, I I mean, let's see. I think we met pre-seed net RentCheck. You were just closing your seed round um three years ago 2019 sounds right 2020 uh, maybe yeah 2020 probably yeah 2020 so um i've certainly been following the rent check story but um can you just maybe give a little background on rent check and how you ended up building a rental inspection software it, yeah it's kind of an interesting story I, I also am a am a veteran so you know after graduating from the naval academy got stationed in Virginia Beach, Virginia to, to be a SWO officer. Uh, and a bunch of my classmates were moving to Virginia Beach. And so I was like, hey, I'll buy the house and they'll all pay the rent and uh, I'll live live for free. And so that's kind of my, you know, uh, foray into becoming a, a part-time landlord. Uh, and then fast forward a couple of years later, I got selected to go to the Naval Postgraduate School uh, out in Monterey, California to get a master's in IT, kept that as a rental and kind of managed it remotely. Um, started, you know, studying IT and, and becoming a software engineer, bought another rental property up in Oregon where I grew up and managed that one remotely. Um, and then fast forward, you know, six years later, I had about 10 properties across three states, managing them all remotely, just got out of the military and started building mobile apps. Um, and, and, and slowly started to see a bunch of issues that I saw, you know, with documentation when it comes to move in, move outs, arguing with tenants. Uh, over, you know, security deposits, uh, you know, there's an issue with the property trying to get somebody to go take photos so I could schedule maintenance, just all these things. And a lot of it came down to documentation and lack of documentation and then transparency about what was going on with the property. Uh, so that's when I thought, hey, I think mobile technology, especially camera technology is getting better. I think we could build something here to solve this. Uh, decided to go back to do an MBA at Tulane, still had kind of the GI Bill I hadn't used. Uh, to work on the idea and and, and kind of um, luckily I was pitching classmates who a bunch of them had just moved from all over the country. Hey, hey did you lose your deposit? Uh, majority of them lost their deposit. Did you do anything while you lived there? Like take photos, do a move out inspection. Majority of them didn't, especially when they lost their deposit, except one who is Lydia Winkler, who's now my co-founder. Uh, she was in the process of doing her JD MBA after her first year of law school didn't get her deposit back, didn't hear why or, you know, or, or get any reason from her property manager. And so she decided like, hey, if I'm in law school and I can't represent myself, what the hell am I doing? So she represented herself, took her landlord to court, small claims court. She ended up winning because she submitted timestamp photos of her move out. Uh, and so that's kind of when we argued the rest of the MBA program. Hey, as a renter, what do you want to achieve? What do you care about? Uh, and me as a property manager, what do I care about and, 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 and how do I solve the problems operational that I want to solve? Uh, and that's kind of how RentCheck, RentCheck uh, you know, became. And we, we found a way to, hey, how could we align incentives both with what the property manager wants and what the resident wants to kind of find a solution that brings them together and solves a whole bunch of problems across the board. And that's kind of how RentCheck was born. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Lydia, obviously I've interacted with Lydia a lot more over the last couple of months through the, uh, the modern ventures program, but you know, just an absolute force of nature. Um, (laughs) 
you know, she's, she's, she's really tough to follow too. Like if you ever have to pitch a company after her, it's always like crap. Like I'm just, yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to do that. She's been doing that for years now. I just let her go, go do the pitches out in public. She, she crushes it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really, really, really exciting. I mean, software, like I think if anyone who's been in the rental market has dealt with this sort of, um, the, this thing around security deposits, right? So we know a couple of companies that have just tried to get rid of them, right? Like lease lock and, and Rhino and some of the others. Um, but you know, how do you, if, if, if you don't want to buy an insurance sort of package, like what the standard way is a security deposit. And on top of that, it's just like, how do you even know? Right. Like, how do you even yeah. assess that? So um, I think one of the more like a real interesting is, is that you all have started to move from single family to multifamily. Right. You, you really started in a, the single family rental space. Yeah. 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 We slowly moved. We, we kind of went through a progression. Uh, you know, I, I kind of built the initial software for individuals like myself, you know, those that have one, two you know, dozens of single family homes, part-time landlords, DIY, which if you look at the entire rental market is a large portion of the, of the rental market out there, single family, small multifamily managed by independent landlords. Um, but, uh, you know, quickly as we launched into that and then over, you know, essentially during COVID, uh, we started to see kind of mid-sized property managers, single family that started to come, come and find us and, and want to use our software. Uh, and then we kind of decided, Hey, let's, Let's let the smaller guys self-serve. They can come sign up and let's focus on kind of the mid-market single family and then kind of naturally progresses our product developed. And, you know, we kind of like built more out of product that was enterprise. Then we moved into essentially enterprise single family operators, you know, like Roofstock, uh, Great Jones, which is now, uh, you know, part of Roofstock, uh, and then slowly kind of moved into multifamily. And I think, you know, multifamily, single family gets a lot of things of how to operate from multifamily efficiencies. And I think multifamily is now going to get a lot of things from single family of how can they be more efficient? What technology can they use? You know, multifamily, uh, you, you know, they don't have as many, you know, units spread out because they have them in buildings. Uh, single family, we just grew because, Hey, you're trying to do inspections across 500 single family homes spread out across the entire, you know, metropolitan area. That's a lot of driving, a lot of back and forth. Um, but now multifamilies saying, well, how can we limit the amount of people we have staffed at a building? How can we make the people that are staffed there more efficient? And, and that's where our technology has come in and kind of uh, how can they make residents happier? Uh, you know, those types of things. How can they be more transparent? How can they have the data throughout that? And that's kind of how we've slowly kind of moved into multifamily now and are, are, are moving pretty, pretty quickly through there. Yeah, well, I mean, it, and it's so timely, right? So the the age of of sprawling multifamily developments, I think, are I mean, those are the hardest things to get permitted right now. And now, like California just legislated, you know, for some of the smaller size multifamily properties, and those are being operated by people, you know, who are using technology, who are using you know a satellite property manager that has 10, 15, 20 buildings under them, um, and is always looking for for ways that they don't have to drive to every single property every day. Right. Cause that, I mean, there's just not enough hours in the day to do that. Um, so I, you have more and a very interesting product cause it's used by not only property managers and owners, but also on the renter side, the consumer side. So as we, you know, same thing for, for tumble, right? Like it, it is a consumer app, but our buyer is, you know, the, the, the property owner or the, the property management company. Um, what, what has been some of the things that you've seen in just sort of building products with both, you know, the owner and the resident in mind, and what are some of the successes that you've seen and, 
and uh, and helping sort of both sides. Yeah, I think it's you know obviously for building a, a product that that serves two two different you know customers, um, one one's paying, one one's not necessarily paying, right? Uh, it's 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 a little more difficult than just building a single product. I think we kind of lucked out early that like I was an operator from a property manager perspective, and Lydia uh, holds kind of the values of a renter, uh, and so we kind of you know have that mindset when we build everything. Uh, you know, we we kind of early on as a company you know, struggled with, Hey, who are we going after? Cause you know, are we going after the residents? They're going to bring it to the landlords. Are we going after the, the property managers? We kind of made the decision, Hey, I think for, for distribution, the property managers is, is the way to go. Cause you know, they'll, they'll use our platform and invite, you, you know, all their, their renters on the platform. But yeah, the, the core thing we had to keep in mind uh, is that, Hey, our, our customers are the property managers, but our customers customer is there is the resident, right. And the value prop for the property owners Right. They they want to have data, you know, you know, insights into the property, how, how the conditions changing. They want to be able to settle disputes on deposits easily. They want to have information to how they can you know, take care of maintenance issues, preventative maintenance issues. Right. In order for that to happen, the residents have to enjoy the product and it has to be you know, intuitive for them. Uh, they want to get back their deposit. They want to be left alone. Right. So it's, it's always keeping in mind, like what, what is each person trying to achieve? And then how do you kind of align those incentives? And, and I think that that's where we focus. And I think we've done a good job of, hey, you know, there's a lot of other inspection tools out there that have that have been around, um, especially in the multifamily space for, for a while. Uh, and they were built solely with the property manager in mind and the property manager employees only. And the resident was never thought about. And th that's how the product acts and functions. Right. And so it just doesn't work if you try to you know, say, hey, well, we'll just give this to the resident or we'll, you know, give them a piece of paper. Um, that's not that's not going to cut it right. Residents demand a, a little bit different of an experience, especially over the last five years with Uber, Airbnb. You know, they, they want to have control. They want to have transparency and they want to have a good, good experience. Um, and so we've kind of, you know, modeled some of those, you know, the experience that we've seen there, um, I think, to, you know, to, to have some success and, uh, you know, make residents happy and, and ensure they're completing inspections and that these inspections are as good or better than if a property manager was walking with the resident. That's kind of our, 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 our value or our promise to the property managers. Yeah, well, and it, it feels so much less like big brothery, right, when someone else is like inspecting over your over your shoulder and you, then you, you're arguing with them in the unit like no that was there i swear i have pictures and everything yeah at the time i mean yeah re residents you know these days i mean it, it, it happens a lot like people are used to buying stuff online checking it out you, you know by themselves when they go short term or hotel or do other things and it's like renters who are good 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 residents pay the rent on time like they just want to be left alone uh, and pay, you know, and have things corrected when there's an issue, right? Other than that, like they, they, they want to be left alone. And if you can give them a tool that allows them to do that, allows them to feel like you as a property manager want to take care of them, want to give them back their deposit if they take care of the property, well, well then why don't, why, why would you not do that? You know, it's just, uh, it's just kind of like a, a thought of the past of where you, you know, you have to be a big brother and check on residents. Like most residents want to do the right thing, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, and. I mean, can you talk a little bit about the ROI that you guys, I, the stats that I've heard out of, out of both Lydia and some of your presentations are, are kind of astounding. Like, um, yeah, can you, I'll let you, you talk about them, but you know, the, the amount of inspections that are actually completed and completed well. And I, I think there's a tremendous amount of data that you all are creating. 
Yeah, we collect a, you know, we collect a lot of data that's just in, uh, that's used. And, and this is a great thing, like property managers, they can give a tool to the residents. They're going to increase resident satisfaction, uh, you know, increase transparency, but they're also going to increase visibility and information that they can use to, you know, do, do preventative maintenance, uh, plan for returning, uh, you know, of those units, identify which units the residents are probably, uh, you know, bad actors or, or going to be causing issues, right? And, and figure out what they want to do with those earlier. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you take a multifamily building, you know, that has, you know, average 250 units in a, in a multifamily building, uh, you know, the, the amount of savings that we're going to save them uh, in a year is probably around $25,000 by augmenting, uh, you know, inspections onto the resident. Like, you know, we see a completion rate of around 80% of inspections uh, across the board that are that are completed by residents. And so like, if you can, you know, save your team from having to do, uh, you know, an inspection, imagine what you're paying them an hourly rate, right? Like there's a lot of money to, to, to save there, uh, you know, across your team and like labor shortages are, 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 are you know, are a real thing right now. Um, and so you have to be more efficient with your staff. Um, and so it's really a no brainer if you look from like an ROI uh, perspective on what you're investing in uh, technology. Right. So, and, and for that, you're, you're literally taking the amount of time that someone has to spend going out and doing this inspection versus, well, zero really. Right. Like, yeah, zero. It's literally, and then you have all this data that you can use to then create work orders, get plan maintenance, um, you know, uh, create itemized deduction lists for the security deposit much easier. Um, you, you know, and there, and there's, there's, there's some more ROI there that, you know, we're not including in just the, Hey, getting inspections done, documentation of the properties that you're paying a leasing agent, uh, a maintenance person that, you know, spending time doing inspections instead of just correcting things that need, need to be fixed. Right. Um, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, so what, what are some of the other ways that you've seen? I mean, you've, you work with, you know, we work with to be living, you work with to be living. I'm actually, I have Vince coming on here. Oh, awesome. Not long. Um, but, uh, yeah, like what, what are, what are some of the ways that you think that technology is going to start helping, you know, and I mean, real estate's kind of one of the, the last ancient like industries, right? Like, um, technology really hasn't even scraped the surface of ways that things can become more efficient. What are, yeah. what are some of the ways that you think that, you know, people like us in, in technology and prop tech can, can help, uh, the, every single type of, of owner or, or yeah. runner. Yeah. So another area that, you know, that we're, you know, we're focused on, you know, as a, uh, and, and what I spend the most time thinking about and, and with our customers spending time on. Uh, you know, our, our mission at RentCheck is to make renting fair and transparent, right? There's a lot of things uh, that, that um, you know, are broken when it comes to being fair and transparent between the residents and, and property managers, and then even owners that property managers are, are managing properties on behalf of. Um, and so that's kind of like the higher umbrella that we look at. Inspections was kind of like the first layer collecting the data and building the relationship between the residents and the property managers in order to solve a lot of those problems. Uh, but really in order to do like to, to make real change in the, in this space, it's like, you have to not just bring technology that does something like you can't just digitize a process. You have to actually bring true operational, uh, efficiencies, right? So like with inspections, 
there's a bunch of inspection tools that essentially, you know, digitize, right? Yardi, uh, you know, has a built-in inspection module, right? It's like a checklist. You can pay your employees to go do these inspections, right? But you're still paying your employee hourly. They're still doing all these inspections, right? So you're not creating true operational efficiencies there, right? So we figure out a way where we can actually cut your operational cost, you know, uh, you know, by a lot by having residents do that, right? The next kind of phase that we look at, and, and we already see this is like, I think when it comes to maintenance coordination and, and maintenance things, like as, you know, residents identify things in their property, right? That, that have issues. And part of those issues, uh, the the maintenance team or the, the, the property manager or owner is responsible to get that fixed, right? There's probably plenty of things that the resident marks that, or is concerned about that it's actually the resident's responsibility, right? So why would you not make it very easy for them to coordinate and get that work done on their own so that you don't have to do that work uh, when you turn the unit, right? Uh, and so I think there's, I think residents would like to be involved in that, like to schedule stuff on their own time as long as it's transparent and, and it's very easy to do. So I think there's a lot around maintenance that, um, you know, I think operationally technology can help uh, solve where you're taking the workload of planning, scheduling, coordinating off of the property manager, putting that in the hands of the resident uh, and the resident's going to be much happier and, and a lot more is going to get done. So that's one area that, that I kind of think about a lot and uh, we're looking at as well. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's what we do. Right. Like that's part of part of the the value proposition at Tumble is a lot of the things can be done remotely or, you know, with with, uh, you know, just helping users at the right moment through through difficulties. And, and the the value that we've shown is tremendous. I mean, we're, we're seeing increases of like 40, 50 percent of like just gross revenue out of these laundry rooms by just keeping the machines moving. Um, <laughs> You, you know, just very simple type of ideas. Um, and, and you know, I, I think the resident satisfaction part is huge, huge, right? Like if one, like I, I heard this at a Marcus Millichap conference the other day uh, where they were like, you can't build class C properties. Like the only way you can get a class C property is if you buy, build a class A and you wait 40 years. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't and, do any and, don't do any maintenance on it <laughs> right and you know but more importantly I, I, it's it, the reason we talk about class c properties is we talk about you know the availability of housing supply at a certain price point and that tends to be like a class b class c property or or workforce housing whatever you want to call it um and it's like well what, what are some of the ways that we can just build efficiently and operate efficiently and build, you know, build a quote unquote class C, but it's just, I mean, it's really a class A, but at a different price point. Like, you know, like there's gotta be ways. Yeah, there's gotta be ways. I mean, I think uh, there should be. And, and I mean, if you, you know, if I, you know, if I was a builder, I would be looking at that because if you think about, you know, a lot of people who, you know, probably class C, or B that are renters for majority of their life, um, you know, is prop those those are the renters that you want to build relationship and and want because they're going to be renting for the longest period, right? A lot of Class A people like they rent for a shorter period and then they're going to purchase a home and move on, right? Um, and so, the, you know, that's kind of an area where you know, long term, I think, um, you know, those residents, those types of uh, residents need more attention, need more things that you know need to build a more positive relationship. Uh, so that you can have them for the 20, 30 years that, that they rent, right? And not have them moving all over the place. 
Right. Yeah. We, I mean, in, in, uh, you know, on this side, on residential real estate, we always talk about, you know, the cost of retention and the cost of turning those units. It's like, well, you know, almost the entire industry right now is built to retain for a certain number of years when like the actual sort of base of the industry is, is, is kind of the retention is, is not a focus typically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so rent check as, as you're going out and you're explaining value to, to property managers, what, what, what do you, it, you know, you're on a podium, got, got their voice. Like what, what would you like them to just kind of hear loud and clear about rent check? Yeah, the, the biggest thing, you know, that we're, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, get property managers to understand, you know, a lot of property managers, they've been operating a certain way for a long time. And, and that way has been throwing, throwing bodies at, at the work, right? Like hiring people to go out and do things. Um, uh, and, uh, you, you know, um, you know, if, if you think about how you can, you know, manage more efficiently, you could manage more units with less bodies, the way to do that is by embracing technology uh, that allows you to cut those operational costs, but not lose visibility or information that you need to run your business, right? Um, and oftentimes inspections is one of the things that when you, you don't have enough bodies or you're overworked, like they get left out and then you don't have data. And we, we work with a lot of companies who, you know, um, have properties they've acquired, properties they've been managing and they haven't seen inside the units in over a year. Right. Uh, I'm like, how, how are you like, why would you put yourself at a risk uh, to, to not see inside those units? And they're like, well, like, how can we get send people to see all of those units? And I'm like, well, you don't need to, you can use technology and a, a large chunk, 80% plus of those, you can get visibility into from the resident. And then you can go, you know, send people to those ones that are at risk or the highest at risk. And then the other ones you can go send, send, send people to go inspect. So I think that's the biggest um, thing is like they're used to throwing bodies and they, they just, you know, if it, if it seems like it takes a lot of personnel, they just either chop it when they need to cut costs or they have to focus energy. And, and, you know, that's not necessarily the way things need to be done in the future. And there's technology that can solve uh, a lot of those issues. And that's where rent check can step in, in in a lot of ways. And so I think that's the mind shift that, uh, you know, it's kind of has started to come. And I think it's going to, you know, um, you, you know, be widely, uh, you, you know, more people are going to look at it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, I think there's, there's also like the shift, right? There's a, there's a self-sufficiency and sort of like a, I, not a self-sufficiency, a, it's, it's a desire to want to do things on their own. Like, why do I, like, why do I need to like wait for someone else to do this? Like I can do it with my phone. Right. Like, yeah, I, I think that that, that's like a key shift in sort of the, the mindset of just renters. Yeah. I think renters in general. And, and another thing we get, you know, we get pushback on, which is, which is kind of interesting from property managers is like, well, I, I don't really trust the resident to, to do it. Um, are they really going to do a good job? Like, are they going to try to cheat this or that? And, and yeah, there's, there's a very, very small percent of people that are going to do that. But our system, the way we built it, helps you actually identify those people because there's guidelines. Uh, but majority, you know, of residents um, are going to do a better job than your employee would actually do because they're not rushed. They can do it on their own time. They want to get back to a deposit. Uh, and then, and then on the grand scale operationally, you know, if, you know, 1%, you know, 
like, you know, does a bad job or, or slips something through the cracks, the amount of money you're saving, uh, you know, on the grand scale, like that doesn't even matter. It's like self-checkout at stores, right? Like all these stores wouldn't be, uh, you know, rolling out self-checkout if everybody was stealing stuff constantly, right? That's just not the way it works. Maybe one person stealing a one thing here or there, but like you're saving so much money from operationally that, you know, you're, you know, you're fine with that. And I think that's kind of like another mindset shift that, you know, give the residents what they want uh, and you'll get a lot and you'll get more in return than you probably expect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, even I'm autonomous checkouts, a thing Um, like it's not even self checkout. It's literally just grab things off the shelf and walk out. Right. Yeah. So so yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot, a lot shifting, a lot technology wise. Um, What I imagine one of the objections that we always hear, and I'm sure it's something that you hear is like, what if people don't know how to use their phone? Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know where, where property managers are, are getting these stats um, around, yeah, can they, they don't know how to use a phone. Um, it's a very small percent of, of individuals that can't use, a, you know, smartphone these days. Um, and then we always, we always get one too, like you guys are a mobile app, like our renters don't want to download another, another app. And I'm like, well, what are the stats there? And they're like, well, we try to get them to download, you you know, the the PM software they're using app. And I'm like, listen, renters, residents, nobody wants to download an app. That's not going to provide them any value or any perceived value. Waste of space. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Cause the app you told them download, like doesn't give them any value, but if there's an app, that, that gives them value, they're going to download it and, and have it on their phone. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know what, like what stats we can get, but we get that all the time. And I don't know, you know, where, where they're getting the, the stats or they're just, it's just a, you know, um, something they have made up in their mind. That's just something you got to overcome slowly. Uh, but yeah, if you solve that one, let, let me know. Cause I'd love to, <laughs> love to help you. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, what we did is we just end up putting a kiosk in the room and it's, it's like, it's super popular with elderly people actually. Like, yeah, like they, they love it. Like I've, I have a, a voicemail on my phone of an elderly lady, like calling and saying, I love this new kiosk. I thought it was oh, awesome. nice. Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. You can put a kiosk in that. That works out well. We, you know, we have, our residents have to use the phone to do it, but we have, you, you know, 90 year olds that have completed completed inspections, um, you know, which is like we say rent check is, is grandma proof. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I also, I mean, so like my dad is, is in his eighties now. And so it's like, and he, I mean, this is a guy that had a Palm pilot, you know, one of the first people to get an iPhone has had an iPhone his entire, you know, he, he definitely texts me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he knows how to use a phone. So there's definitely a shift uh, in sort of the elderly population as well away from this idea of like, oh, like, you know, they can't do it. It's like, no, they definitely they definitely can. They might need some coaching and we provide support for that. But, you know, like show them once, you know, they're very capable. They're living on their own. So, um, yeah, yeah, we see that and we do the same. Like, you know, if you have a, a good user experience and, and, you know, some guides and some support, like you can get anybody through it. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, it's a tough misconception that, you know, property managers have, um, you know, that you, that you gotta, you gotta overcome a little bit. Well, the app thing, the app thing I, we run into as well, obviously, like we have an app, um, and I've never found that to be less true ever. Um, 
you know, like I, cause we also ran into it where some of the app providers that are trying to bring everything together, are like, Hey, like, do you guys have an SDK or, you know, some way to, to bring it in? It's just like, no, like that's not. And of course I'm the type of person that has like Uber and Uber eats on my phone. And like, yeah. I will, cause I, I don't like to go through navigation. Like I just want to get to Uber eats, but, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, and it goes back to this building products for both sides, right? Like very much build a product for people to use and use it in a way that's delightful and makes their life easier and provides value. Um, and so, you know, I, I, what, what, what would you, if someone was going to enter prop tech, right. And I'm sure people call you now. I certainly get people calling me with a prop yeah. tech idea. Like what, what's some of the advice that you, you give, uh, having now built a very successful, well, successful to me, uh, product in, in the space? Uh, yeah, I think the advice would be, um, you know, like there's a lot and, and, and other founders that are entering the space I, I talk to, like PropTech is a massive space, right? There's, you know, 48, 50 million rental units in the U.S. and they're all different shapes and sizes. And you could, you know, you can clump it into big segments, teeny, like, there's, there's a lot of different segments um, that you could go to. And so I think, you know, it's um, uh, you can get distracted because it's so big. And so I would say figure out, you know, what problem you're solving and where you start. There's different phases of building the company, right? You got to, you know, figure out where do you start to, to start to build the initial nugget, get the feedback. Like if we would have started probably with, with like going after multifamily enterprise from the get go, like it would have been a whole different you know, path, path for us probably not, wouldn't have worked. Um, and we would have had a whole different product and probably wouldn't been able to go down and, 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 you know, serve as many types of customers. And so, um, you know, I think just find the path that, that fits best with your company and the problem you're trying to solve, uh, and then focus on who are you really creating value for? Like, don't worry about how you're going to charge, like some of that, like you'll figure it out, like create value, capture data that's, that's valuable um, and, and make customers happy no matter who that is. And then you'll figure out how, you know, you know, it's a, it's a huge space. The data is, is very important. Um, so if you figure out how to capture data, that's valuable and create value to, to, to people that you'll figure out how to build a good company. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it can be distracting because there's so many different types of people to sell to different types of units. Everybody's got a different opinion. Um, it's sl slow to change. So don't, don't take the initial feedback, you know, keep, keep pushing at it until you get, you know, a, a, a thousand no's, not just like a, not just like 10 or a hundred. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, sales has definitely been interesting. Um, great. Well, thanks so much, Marco, for coming on. Uh, really enjoyed talking to you. I'll see you down in San Diego at Apartmentalize. Sounds good, man. See you down there. All right. Uh, so thanks for listening to the show. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on LinkedIn or Twitter at Amenitize or Die. Thank you for listening.